Welcome to another edition of Money Matters. My name is Mark Cuniverti. For those of you who are fans of big government, congratulations are in order. The United States of America has the largest government in the history of the world. To give you an idea of just how big we have become, the federal government spent $6.13 trillion in 2023. Putting that in perspective, it took since our nation's founding in 1776 to the year 1981 to hit a $1 trillion deficit. Now we spend and borrow way more than that every year. A mere 43 years later, after hitting the $1 trillion mark, we have $34 trillion in debt, and that's not all of it. There's something called unfunded liabilities, which is debt that isn't quite due yet, but will be, and that is so astronomically high, no one can really put an accurate figure on it. The best guess we have, it's about $80 trillion. The $6.13 trillion we doled out in 2023 is nominally larger in actual dollars than the GDP of almost every nation on the planet. GDP means every dime, dollar, and nickel spent in a year, and it means gross domestic product. The percentage of gross domestic product that our government requires to take from its citizens to run itself currently stands at about 36%. In other words, all the bureaus, agencies, and departments of the government devour about 36% of what the entire nation makes by selling whatever it is you all sell and service whatever it is you all service. Simply put, all the money changing hands between every one of us ends up leaking about a third of it into the government's hungry mouth. Percentage-wise, Vladimir Putin's vaulted Russia is tied with us. China is close at about 33% of GDP. But as I said, in nominal dollars, which is basically how many trillions are consumed, we are the largest. Ukraine's government comes in at a whopping 66% of its people's money. No wonder they're broke over there. But in actual dollars compared to us, it's chicken feed. An interesting side note, I normally wouldn't think of Iran as a well-run place, but its government comparatively is on a diet of about 12% of GDP. And what state in Uncle Sam's empire has the largest unfunded liabilities? Look down at the ground if you live where I live, and I live in the golden state of California. So you have to ask, what do we get for all that debt? Many would argue not nearly our money's worth, while others would claim we get one heck of a deal. For that matter, why not give them more of what we make then? Ah, uh, no, please don't. How did we get in such a debt-laden mess? Like anyone else who gets stuffed to the gills in debt, we spend more than we make. That's how. Governments who can print money can basically spend as much as they please, and most all governments can print their own versions. Here in the U.S., our lofty government conjures up U.S. dollars from its printing press, nicknamed the Greenback. Over in Switzerland, they manufacture Swiss francs, and in Japan, the mighty yen is the meal of the day, and so on and so forth throughout the Earthland. A area restriction constrains any one of them from doing so, but it wasn't always this way. Decades ago, and through much of time, the currencies of the civilized world were backed by gold. If you printed up a million dollars, you had to have a million dollars in gold, and that way you avoided the Mexican peso moment. That's my nickname for unbridled printing of colored paper with dead presidents on them. Until you print so many of them, no one accepts them anymore. There are more technical terms for it, the simplest one being inflation. But since many people know the word of inflation, but really don't understand what inflation is besides prices are going up, the words Mexican peso seems to 
instantly educate people on what is so bad about inflation and printing up lots of money. As modern-day governments go, they can't stop spending, but that dang gold always seemed to get in the way. And in man's creative imagination, the mother of invention spawned a novel but simplistic remedy to the unbridling of the purse strings. Say the hell with backing the money with gold. And bingo, it makes no sense anyway, at least to the spenders, so they say. And in one swift edict, well, actually followed by many swift edicts, one by one, the nations of the world said the heck with this gold thing. Gold wasn't tossed out the window, mind you, but the relationship between it and the colored paper with dead presidents on them was eliminated. And this is why the debt is so high all over the world, because we, they, us, and them can print as many dollars, francs, yens, euros, rupees, and whatever else there is, simply because we want to. I'm watching the market so you don't have to. Remember, this newscast expresses my opinion only. It's not meant as investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell anything or represents the opinion of any bank or registered investment advice. It also doesn't represent the opinion of this radio station, its staff, management, or underwriting. I hold a BA in economics with honors 1979 and California insurance license OL34249. I'm a Medicare agent approved in the state of California, and you can email me at news at moneymanagementradio.com. My name is Mark Cunaberti. Thanks for listening. It's a crime.